an informative and insightful examination of our industry's significant economic impact across the United States. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for business aviation news. NBAA members know that general aviation, including business aviation, is a key contributor to our nation's economy and a significant provider of high-quality jobs across the country. Of course, it's also helpful when we can back up that knowledge with the very latest figures available. That's why a group of seven aviation associations, including NBAA and the General Aviation Manufacturers Association, or GAMA, recently commissioned international professional services firm PricewaterhouseCoopers to conduct an updated assessment of our industry's economic impact. The result was the study, Contribution of General Aviation to the U.S. Economy in 2018, the most recent year for which data was available. To learn more about this study, we're joined now by John Lieber, Principal in the National Economics and Statistics Group at PricewaterhouseCoopers. John, before we get into your findings, please tell us a bit about how your organization conducts a study like this. Typically in our studies, we use government data from the Bureau of Economic Analysis. And what we do is that we take that data and we put it into what's called an input-output model. And the input-output model will help us quantify both the direct economic impacts of the industry, meaning how many people are employed directly by the industry, what their labor income is, what their contribution to GDP is, but it also tells us what are the uh, follow-on effects and additional, uh, what we call indirect and also induced effects of the industry. And indirect effects are the economic impact in the supply chain of the industry. So what's the economic activity generated by the suppliers for general aviation? And the induced impact which is the economic activity created by employees, owners, and others uh, in the industry and the effect that their spending has on the broad economy. For this particular study, we also looked at what we call the enabled impact, which is the economic impact of people who travel via general aviation. So you get in your plane, you fly to a neighboring city, you spend the night there, you go out to a restaurant, and we try to quantify what the economic effects of that is. All right, so let's look at the numbers. Sure. So, you know, before we do that, I'd I'd just like to define what we consider the general aviation industry for for purposes of the study. So in this particular study, we used the, we looked at the manufacture and operation of any type of non-military, non-scheduled commercial air service. And that's a pretty broad group. It includes amateur built aircraft, large business jets, fixed wing piston and turboprop airplanes, jet powered airplanes, helicopters, gliders, and even hot air balloons. So we really looked at a pretty broad array of aircraft that qualify as general aviation. And in terms of kind of how those aircraft are used, well, they could include things like air tours, sightseeing, charter jets, um, air medical services, agriculture, forestry, and flight training. So what we found um, is that overall, there's 273,500 employees directly employed by the general aviation industry. Uh, There's a total of 1.2 million jobs supported by the industry, and that includes if you look at those uh, indirect and induced effects. In total, there's $77 billion in labor income uh, generated by the industry, supported in total, and $25.5 billion in direct economic impact. And I think one of the most interesting numbers is that we found each job directly created in the industry supports 3.3 jobs elsewhere in the economy. So that's this multiplier effect. When you're uh, manufacturing an aircraft or the through the operations and maintenance of it, there's the spillover effects to other, other parts of the economy. So every, every job created creates 3.3 jobs elsewhere in the economy. 
Those are some truly impressive figures for an industry that I'd imagine most of the U.S. population really doesn't think about all that often. Yeah, I think that's right. The industry really doesn't have a lot of visibility. I mean, there's not a lot of ads on TV or anything like that, but they really are moving quite a few uh, passengers around. In fact, we found that there were 212,000 general aviation aircraft that flew in 2018, which is the year we had the most recent data for. They logged 25 and a half million flight hours. Most of those hours were from single engine piston airplanes. So those are really kind of the, in terms of flight hours, the most significant contributor. But if you look at the kind of economic impact, jet engines are the single biggest part of the industry. So while jets as a number of units sold, there's only about 16% of all shipments but they account for 80% of all sales. So the jets tend to be the higher, highest dollar uh, figure in terms of sales, in terms of operations and maintenance. And they were the second highest in the number of flight hours behind single engine uh, piston airplanes. So if you think about the economic impact and the impact these have on people's lives, you're looking at single engines and jets as the most important ones. But of course, you've got all the sightseeing and the helicopter tours and all the other things that general aviation does as well. And it bears repeating, these aren't just the jobs tied directly to manufacturing, flying, and supporting these aircraft. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, our findings there, we found that if you look at overnight passengers who are flying somewhere through general aviation, uh, when they arrive in their destination, they're typically, they're, they're overall last year, in, or sorry, in 2018, they're spending $2 billion on meals in their destinations and $4.2 billion on lodging. So in total, that's an additional $6.1 billion that's being spent in local economies that's being enabled by general aviation. John, did any of these findings stand out or perhaps even surprise you? Yeah, I think that one thing that really jumped out to me is the fact that the industry supports jobs in all 50 states. So it isn't just like this is the big economic centers in New York City and Los Angeles that are being uh, driving the industry. The industry is everywhere. Now, California is responsible for the most jobs, but it's also the biggest state. So there's 148,000 people employed in general aviation uh, in California, and it contributes $18.5 billion to the state's GDP. But if you look at it on a per capita basis, uh, the aviation industry has had the biggest impact in Kansas, where it actually contributes almost $1,300 per person to the state GDP, supports 2% of state employment, and 2% of state labor income. So it just shows you the broad uh, reach of the industry that it's not just concentrated in a small number of areas, it's really everywhere. And I think that really speaks to the, its importance in the overall national economy. Also with us is Jens Hennig, Vice President of Operations for Gamma. Jens, among the figures John noted was that general aviation directly employs more than 273,000 people across our country. Many of those jobs are at Gamma member companies, the OEMs manufacturing general aviation aircraft, power plants, and avionics. Thanks, Rob. We uh, certainly spend quite a bit of time discussing the important role that uh, business and general aviation provide in the air transportation community. And uh, that role, of course, translates into uh, jobs, as, as shown in the PricewaterhouseCoopers study. Across manufacturing, we have over 100 members at uh, Gamma, um, many of them with U.S. footprints, but also worldwide footprints. There are some fantastic jobs, uh, anything from the white-collar area of engineers, uh, salespeople, management, and so forth, uh, to including also people in the blue-collar space, uh, working the factory floor, building aircraft, maintaining aircraft. And uh, all those uh, jobs, of course, local impact, national impact, as we see in the study. There's a second component to the study that's worth noting. The aircraft that we make here in the United States and the components are made here in the United States, they're exported. Uh, the same day that we released a study, we also came out with a year-end 2019 data, so a year after the study year that Price Cooper looked at. 
And the overall sales in aircraft is up to a total of $26.8 billion, so a further increase about what we saw in 18. Overall, a good story, and it's translated into uh, jobs across the board. More than a decade ago, Gamma and NBAA partnered on the No Play, No Gain industry advocacy campaign, highlighting to lawmakers and local officials how our industry benefits citizens, companies, and communities across the U.S. This study really drives that point home, underscoring the continuing importance of business aviation in job creation, helping companies succeed, connecting communities to one another, and the importance in providing humanitarian lift. John, based on your experience in conducting this study, I'd really appreciate your insights into what these numbers might also tell us about how we can maintain and even grow these many important contributions from our industry in the years ahead. With this many employees in the industry generally, and it being such an innovative, high technology kind of industry with these really complicated uh, flying machines that are improving every year, probably one of the biggest things the industry can do is to keep investing in its workforce uh, to make sure that you know the students of the future are, are, are graduating college and prepared to hit the ground running uh, and, and keep the innovation uh, train moving. That's really driving a lot of the, uh, the industry. You know, the industry has been the beneficiary of some broader economic trends. We're, we're at a historically low unemployment rate right now, and it is a pro-cyclical industry. So as the economy is, is hot, it's really helped general aviation kind of keep up this hot streak. But I, I do think that you know, continuing to focus on research, development, innovation, and education are really going to be critical things to help the industry keep growing in the future. Jens, what are your thoughts on that? The last couple of years were uh, really big for product introductions. And we're talking uh, new business jets, new turboprops, piston airplanes, and the rotorcraft community. 2019 was actually a, a peak year in, in bringing new aircraft to the market. Shifting to the future, 2020 and beyond, there are a number of exciting products uh, in the queue for entering into service in this year or, or sometime soon. In the out years, and especially if you shift to the discussion about innovation, uh, there are some things that are really worth watching. Anything from supersonic aircraft that are back at the forefront of discussions to electric propelled aircraft of different kinds, anything from the local commuters uh, all the way up to hybrid propulsion and other, other capabilities that would be able to go into uh, larger uh, general aviation aircraft and air transport aircraft. Uh, you know, as an overall industry, and I think this is true not only for the manufacturers, but across the board, we're trying to innovate. Uh, you know, safety is at the forefront. Bringing new technology to the aircraft that we're bringing to the market is key. And then in the midst of everything going on, as we bring these new products to the market, ensuring that the environmental performance goes in the in the positive direction. We got a great track record when it comes to the sustainability conversation. Each new model brings efficiencies, better engines, better aerodynamics, better cockpit technology that further helps take us in the right direction when it comes to uh, that broader debate. Of course, as John mentioned, another key aspect in keeping our industry strong is building its future workforce. We've covered a number of NBAA's workforce initiatives in previous flight plan episodes. But Jens, can you tell us a bit about what Gamma is doing to promote and develop the next generation of aviation professionals? One of the exciting things that uh, our staff and our members gets to do once a year is to uh, run a competition among high schools across America. Each year we have somewhere between 100 and 150 high schools that sign up to partake in an aircraft design competition. Uh, that means that the schools integrate into their curriculum uh, and aviation 
side. Uh, they learn the fundamentals of aircraft design. And as part of that, they also have an opportunity to design an entire aircraft, fly it, of course, in the virtual environment. But the winning company has the opportunity to partake in a, a competition at a company called Glass Air up in Arlington, Washington, each summer. We've now done this six years. There's one more being scheduled here for this summer, uh, where a group of uh, high school students uh, will go to Arlington, Washington to uh, spend two weeks uh, building an experimental aircraft from scratch. And uh, we've seen just such positive feedback from both the teachers uh, involved with delivering the curriculum during the spring semester, but also the, the handful of students that have had an opportunity each year to go up to Arlington and partake in that hands-on uh, aircraft build activity. This study underscores not only the need to expand our workforce now and in the future, but also the fact that we need to continue telling the story of our industry's importance. When legislators and other policy leaders or decision makers understand how essential general aviation is to America's economy and its transportation system, then they're encouraged to enact policies that foster the industry's growth. Jens, what else would you like our listeners to know about this study? I really appreciate the opportunity to discuss it. Uh, we try to do this focus on uh, the economic impact on our industry about every five years or so. Uh, and each time, this, the, the story is positive. Overall, air transportation helps advance the U.S. economy. It's an important export uh, tool for our, our nation. And as the Cooper study shows, we're just continuing to grow as an industry. And, and that just provides exciting, not only for Gamma, but of course, across all of our members, customers, operators, and, and training providers that are involved with us. It's also important to note this study is as much for everybody working in our industry as it is for the associations that sponsored it. It serves as an important advocacy tool in discussions about the importance of general aviation with, for example, local chambers of commerce, people involved in airport policies, or even local, state, and national legislators. NBAA encourages you to download the study, share it, and consider it your own, a demonstration not only of the industry's value, but of your individual contribution to it and your community. You may find the study on the No Plane No Gain website at noplanenogain.org. It's well worth the read. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts in the App Store wherever you find your favorite podcasts, or download them from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock, and thanks for listening to Flight Plan.